Hi, welcome to today's episode of the Pro Vocal Artist Podcast, which is all about helping singers become artists and release and record and perform and be the best original music artist that they can be. I will be giving you a professional tip, a vocal tip and an artistry tip on this episode. And all of the tips are breathing related. I have found a way to shoehorn breathing into every aspect of this podcast because I just got really obsessed with the breath this weekend. I'd recently finished this book. You should definitely read it. All people who are humans, people are humans. Everybody should read this book. Um, it's by James Nestor and uh, it's Breath, the New Science of a Lost Art. And every single chapter, my jaw drops. And I'm like, what? I did not know that. So I think you'll have the same reaction. This is a staple in your book library if you're a singer. If in doubt, breathe out by Ron Morris and Linda Hutchinson. Get it. It is an oldie, but a goodie. Um, as you can see, I mean, do you know what? I was reading it again this weekend and I was like, you know, seeing all these like little post-its and turned down pages and highlighted sections. And it brought me back to lockdown when I did some of my best studying ever um, and made me remember that like, oh, reading, reading is cool. And I am this kind of person who needs to, needs to kind of turn it into an event. I need to get very emotionally invested in something that I'm doing. And the best way for me to do that is to turn it into an identity. And so I've started reading on public transport and just having books everywhere around my apartment. Uh, let me just see if I can show you this. Can you see? You can see like there's just, just books everywhere. everywhere. Because I'm trying to tell myself that I'm a bookworm. I'm a book person. I love books. And I'm like, I was saying to my friend on Friday, I was like, oh, books are so much better on public transport because da 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 da. And I just keep making all these cases for books. Because everything I'm saying to people, I'm also saying to myself and I'm trying to basically coerce myself <laughs> into reading more. Um, and it's kind of working and um, I'm, I'm being really and I enjoy it so much more than scrolling on my phone or even than listening to an audiobook. I actually enjoy it way more. Everything slows down. I'm focused. It's just like it's gorgeous. It's divine. It's like a spa break. Reading a book is actually like a spa break. It's like getting a massage, a mental massage. See, I'm still selling it to myself right now, even though it's coming across like I'm selling it to you. So yeah, I was just really preoccupied by the concepts and inspired by the concepts in those books that I read on breath. And I also re-watched the episode that Andrew Huberman did on breathing and looked at some of the links he put in for studies and was just pulling it all together and writing notes and being like, oh my God, my mind is, I, I can't actually keep all of this in my head. I'm going to have to process it out loud. So here we are. Do you mind? Is that okay? I just need to talk out loud about this. Now I have written out loud about it in my newsletter. And then I, I sent that out today and we're going to do this video now. And then I think I'm going to do a tutorial video on YouTube we're on YouTube right now, but like a proper like teaching video for YouTube because these are more chats, right? So tip number one, 
is how do you sound and sing fuller for longer? And I think that we can go to the breath for that. The breath is the gas for the voice. It's the fuel for the voice. Now, I like to work by fine tuning the engine first and then fine tuning the gas supply, the energy supply. Uh, Most singing teachers work the other way around. But I try to, I just find that the breath for me, starting with it, can be a bit overwhelming for singers, actually. And I prefer to give them some quick acoustic wins. And then we start really digging in and make optimizing things and and giving them lots of power. So there are many ways of getting better at breathing. It's an involuntary action that we're doing tens of thousands of times per day. And we are going to get involved consciously. So that's about getting some good signal, strong signal going on between the brain and the body via a nerve called the phrenic nerve. So it's about opening up that portal of communication. Your body is so used to just doing it in the background automatically. And now we're putting it into manual mode. So that's the first layer of getting good at breath. The second layer is that you also need to train the body to be comfortable with the ratio of gases in the body. So the amount of oxygen to carbon dioxide that's in the body at any given time. And if you are a singer, you're going to be um, exhaling with uh, with phonation. So singing is just phonated exhalation. So it's phonated making sound on the out breath. And if that out breath is going on for a long time, it means that the body needs to get acclimatized to having higher levels of carbon dioxide present in the body, which may feel uncomfortable and may make some singers panic and feel like they can't breathe properly. Uh, it's actually more trying to gradually get the body more acclimatized to having higher levels of carbon dioxide in the body, right? So it's not only like, oh, I need strong support muscles. I need to be able to gulp in as much air that there is in the room. There's a little bit more detail and nuance in terms of the neurology of it and in terms of physiologically this exchange of gases right? I feel like I'm making it sound way more complicated than it actually is. You're going to practice a box breath for me now. This is where you breathe in a box. So you're going to breathe in for four, across, hold, four down, then out, across, and hold, two, three, four, right? You're breathing in, And you would practice and extend the box, make the box bigger. And you might want to make the box kind of long at the bottom if you want to just extend the exhale and develop that over time and get more and more comfortable with quite a long exhalation and quite a good control over that exhalation. Once you get good at that in an unvoiced way, then add voice. So let's add voice to the box this time. So breathing in. Now you might find that you have an 
excessive buildup of air because you won't have used all your air on that four oo. So you can make the oo longer and do an expelling of air of any leftover air here on the last part of the box and then move back around again. But not only is it really like calming, it's just great for you to focus in on measuring that in, that out and having more of a structure to grow, developing it and growing it and being like, oh, wow, I can now be very comfortable with that being quite long now. So once you're very comfortable with four, you might turn it into eight. So we're going to breathe in over eight. And you can extend that more and you can play around with different vowels. You'll find some vowels on certain pitches are less efficient. Um, and there's a whole other training we could go into for that. So yeah, practice that uh, and keep expanding it over time. You will get to a limit with how much you can breathe for how long you can breathe in for. But you want to extend the limit of how long you're exhaling or phonating for as much as you possibly can really be a high achiever on that but don't extend it to the point where you're uncomfortable I want you to gradually get better at this so that you're so it's very adaptive and it's and it becomes very much like part of your norm that like that's very comfortable for me to hold that note for that long yeah so that is a little breathing tip and if you can get better at becoming comfortable with high levels of carbon dioxide in the body you're going to be able to sing phrases for longer with more power so for your artistry tip we're talking about transitioning from being a singer in the comfort of your own home practicing and exploring your voice to recording your voice or performing live whether that's on stage or just for a few people that you know and how your vocal ability seems to reduce let's say it just you're not singing as well as you know you can like you're like I definitely sounded better when I just sang that at home on my own why don't I sound as good this time around and I think that there could be many factors so one of the aspects that could be affecting your voice when it comes to performing publicly is the ratio the rate at which you're breathing and the rhythm of that uh, breathing rate my second tip today is about you know when your voice sounded really good in practice when you were at home on your own and you get in front of other people and yeah yeah you're nervous but you're like but my voice just actually the technique isn't there like it's not as stable and I'm not hitting that high note like I usually hit that high note and it's just I've lost it what why can I sing it at like a hundred percent at home and then I go down to like 60 70 percent when I'm in front of people we don't know for sure there could be many factors but one of the things that I want you to check out the next time you have to sing in front of others uh, is has the feeling of singing in front of others made you self-conscious and nervous 
It's possible that singing in front of others has made you feel nervous, made you feel self-conscious and has disrupted either or both your rate ratio of breathing and the rhythm of breathing. So the rate ratio is when you're breathing in, breath is very connected to when it is directly connected to your heart rate variability. The faster your heart beats, the more panicked you're going to feel, the more kind of in fight or flight mode you're going to feel. The slower your breath is, the more calm and relaxed you're going to feel. It is common for singers to over breathe. So breathe in too much, over oxygenate, which is raising the heart rate. Now, there's also a case for uh, singers to just forget to breathe, right? And panic and we're getting the heart rate too low, which we don't want either. We want things to be steady, normal, natural, the usual. Um, but it's often the case that there's some chaos happening within the breath control because of the heightened state, the awareness of others watching you, the pressure of not wanting to mess it up. And your breathing goes awry, which affects your, your vocal technique. And so Ha, pay attention is the rate ratio am I breathing in too much am I gulping in the air or have I even am, am I breathing like sometimes you, you you just feel like you're not even breathing and then the second thing is like is it a bit chaotic if you think about uh, somebody who's hyperventilating or having a panic attack they're like <laughs> it's not in rhythm it's it's too fast it's too much of the in not enough of the out and so we've got to go find the rhythm again. And we can just go back to the box breath. You can do the box breath in that on that occasion, the breathing in for four, hold for four, out for four, rest for four. Or you can do this other protocol, which is the double sigh, the double inhalation, and you do a cycle of that. So you do a couple of rounds of that basically. And that what that is, is breathing in ideally through the nose when you can, and we'll get onto this next, when you can, breathe in through the nose you get more air in the air gets humidified and filtered this is what your nose is for it's not to just look cute it's about breathing and we're going to talk about this more in the next point i'm not going to start going out about that now so you're going to breathe in through the nose and then before i breathe out i'm going to top that up again and go and then out and you're going to repeat that for as many times as you need to to reorganize both the rate and the rhythm of your breath. Okay. It's going to calm you down. It's going to center you. It's going to remind you to breathe if you're not breathing. And then you can get back into sync again, because when you were singing at home in the bedroom and you weren't worried about people's judgment and people watching you and listening to you, you were probably breathing at your usual regular tempo. Now, you may be somebody who needs to pay attention in general to their breath, tempo, and rhythm. And I think starting with doing that box breath practice every day is a brilliant place to start. The next thing you're going to do, if you really want to get into this, if you really want to get good at this, and some people are like, God, Gemma, you're so extra about everything. But I think if we're singers, we should be interested in this, right? And not just for singing, we should be thinking about this in our day-to-day -day life in the way that a runner is thinking about their knees or their ankles or their alignment. They want to optimize all the time. We should be optimizing as singers and it, it would be kind of mad for us to overlook breath. But I think from reading these books and if you're interested, you should definitely check out these books. 
this these are life changing habits for your mental state for your physical health for your immune system like it fixes helps improves everything becoming better at breath the last point i want to make is to breathe through your nose if you're not already doing this now you may be afflicted with allergies especially around this time of the year and so i'm really sorry if that's the case however in this book what's suggested is to try your very best to breathe through your nose as much as you possibly can in it in an attempt to rectify the blockage that actually avoiding breathing through the nose is how you make the blockage worse and when you breathe through the nose or try to breathe through the nose as best you can you start dilating the airways you start actually opening up the sinuses and improving and developing the sinuses again so when talking about breathing through the nose when you're breathing in there's more resistance when you breathe in through the nose than there is through the mouth which means that you actually get a deeper and better quality in breath so singers if you can and you have the time within a song or at any point during the performance try to favor nasal breathing now it's not as fast so there are times that you're going to have to mouth breathe but when you can nose breathe please and i want you to get into the habit of nose breathing in day-to-day life what you'll notice is just pay attention am i mouth breathing um i notice that i might start mouth breathing if i'm walking fast if i'm working out or if i'm running and when i notice that happening i'm like do i do this at night time and if i'm doing it at night time then does that mean i'm snoring and what's snoring snoring is having difficulty breathing while you're unconscious i don't know why we accept snoring as an okay thing like it's not okay to be struggling to breathe when you're asleep so that made me think about that and then i was like then i'm not getting a good enough sleep and then we know we've been through this we know how important having a good sleep is and then i was thinking okay i'm going to get mouth tape so i've ordered mouth tape it should arrive today and i'm going to tape my mouth for the next couple of days and see if it comes off it comes off then we know that i am mouth breathing at night and how are we going to rectify that well i'm going to have to just train myself when i'm doing like high like exertive exercises or activities like running or walking or working out and every time i have that urge to want to breathe through my mouth closing my lips and forcing myself to breathe through my nose as much as possible in the book it talks about uh families who would tape their baby's mouths shut like from the from the beginning like they'd only use their mouth to drink and, and eat and all of these these this tribe they were like the best looking tribe ever the healthiest the strongest the leanest the fastest because of they say because of the no, the nasal the focus on nasal breathing breathing exclusively um there are so many health benefits to it and it just makes sense like this is like why would we have a nose why would we breathe through our mouth when we have a nose you know it's like having a straw in a cup but but drinking like that out of the cup and the straw is just like poking you in the eye <laughs> like use the straw or take the straw out like take your nose off or use it <laughs> what's the saying to cut your nose off to spite your face um anyway so that is my take on the breath on nasal breathing if you can breathe through your nose when you're singing do so because you're going to get a better quality in breath um but i totally understand it's not always possible because we need to just get a quick breath in 
um definitely try the box breathing technique and the double inhalation um cycle technique and credit to that podcast that i watched with andrew huberman especially for the double inhale the double inhale always remember that your breath has a direct impact on your heart rate so if you want a faster heart rate then breathe in more if you want a slower heart rate then breathe out more oh yeah and build up your tolerance of carbon dioxide so build up your tolerance of breathing in and then hissing out or vocalizing out for as long as possible and gradually build up your numbers there i hope that this episode was helpful and or interesting i will put links below for the books that i'm referencing and the studies i'm referencing and the andrew kuberman podcast that i am referencing and i'm excited to put out a more of a tutorial style youtube video on breath hopefully in the next week or so thanks for watching or listening and i will see you again next week bye